Hey guys, I'm Stevie Nelson. And I'm Dave Horowitz. And this is I Burn Everything, a food and relationship podcast. Food and love in the time of COVID-19. Wow, Dave. Uh, We have never done what we're doing currently. I am at my home podcasting. And I am at my home podcasting. And we are seeing each other's faces through Skype uh, or FaceTime, I guess. We're, we're FaceTiming. He's got a really nice black and white, uh, red and white striped sweater. Thank you. We do I'm look like a, winter. It look, I, I look like winter? We both do. You look like a peppermint. Yeah. I look like Where's Waldo? Yes. I know where Waldo is. It's where? at your apartment by yourself. Oh. <laughs> He's uh, alone in his apartment. Um, How has this been for you? Are you alone? What's going on? Um, so I live with two other wonderful gentlemen. Uh, we have a three bedroom apartment and it is a pretty interesting layout. I don't know if, um, anyone cares or if you care, but I do. Uh, yeah. No, no time like the present to, uh, give a little description. It's a townhouse style. So okay. I live on the top floor. The second floor is the kitchen and the living room. And the bottom floor is the two other uh, bedrooms and each uh, bedroom has its own bathroom. So, wait, and this is—is is this your home? This is where I live. Yeah. Okay, okay, okay. And I've never so been. It's, it's pretty. Well, I mean, you got to come over sometime in like the next uh, eight weeks. Yeah, sometime, see you like, in, after that. See you uh, in summertime. See you? Question mark. Yeah. Uh, but basically, the fact that uh, it's spread out like that means that it's 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 a fairly decent setup for three people who are either working from home or are currently uh, without a job because of what's going on. So yeah. a friend of mine has an office job that he's doing uh, in our house. And then the other roommate has uh, a job where he's supposed to be on set. And since he can't be on set, he's being paid for two weeks. And then question mark. Wow. It's un- unsure whether or not it will be, uh, you know, uh, postponed indefinitely or... Okay. Uh, back on track. It's um. And how many bodies are in your home right now? How many? Three people? total. There's three people. Three uh, people, three bedrooms, three bathrooms. Okay, great. And are all those people socially isolating? Social uh, yes, distancing, one, if you will. One, I believe, is distancing to the point uh, where he's not really doing anything or seeing anyone, and the other one is uh, seeing his um, sister and uh, baby nephew. Okay. Okay. Wow. Um, wow. Okay. So we're in a very different situation. I am at home. Yes. Very alone. I am. I've been socially distancing for like five days now. Yeah. How's it going? Dave, I have to say something I miss the most, which I think is so interesting is hugs. I haven't, I haven't been touched at all in like five days. And I consider myself very like introverted person, but the truth is I think I've grown so used to having like such a community of people. I see you every week. I, I see my friends every day and I'm like, oh wow, this is a very different experience though. So far, not negative, you know, like I'm actually having like a pretty okay time despite like the kind of up and down emotions of it. Are you finding that, and this is sort of, a little bit of where I'm at. Are you finding that you, um, uh, it's, it's not just like, Oh, I wish I could be hugged every five seconds. It's more like, I wish I had the option. Like it's the fact that 
It's taken away from you. Yeah, I think probably, although I also kind of feel like my body feels it. Like my body feels like tense a bit and could be all the anxiety of hearing the news and hearing reports and hearing potential like shutdowns of Los Angeles and, you know, San Francisco is on lockdown. France, my, my best friend is in France and she just got on lockdown for 15 days and there's all these rules and you can only walk in certain areas. It's very uh, like um, strict, very handmaid's tale It's very, um, for me, it's just like the, the, the absolute uncertainty is uh, scary kind of, fully unraveling me it's like it's wild i don't um are you feeling anxious oh yeah um are you seeing your girlfriend i am um but we don't have any real like everyone in their apartment is pretty much hunkered down except for like some trips to the store if they have to uh and even then i think only one of them is gone in the past couple days but they've been they've been really isolated and um it's uh, two women and uh, the the boyfriends who are not really doing anything except going to see them are visiting, but there's no like set schedule. And I, I kind of feel like it might be, I don't know about tapering off, but I think like it might just sort of be logistically speaking. Cause like I've been working from home and I have to come like be in front of my computer and uh, my girlfriend's roommate has to do that too. It's like, it's just, it's a whole bunch of, um, just a bunch of stuff I never factored in. Like yeah. I, I wanted to do this, this uh, FaceTime call in my car. And then I got in my car, which is parked right outside and realized you got to be on Wi-Fi. Oh yeah. And then I couldn't connect to Wi-Fi, And so now I'm in here. Uh, hopefully the people I live with uh, aren't eavesdropping. And if they are, I hope they like this sneak preview of our yeah. emergency <laughs> isolation episode. I hope they love hearing our honest um, accounts of being just totally anxious and isolated. <laughs> so you were yeah, saying that you an- feel anxious. I do feel anxious. I was able to get up and out and take a walk um, today because the sun came out. Uh, we got a little, we got a little uh, misled. I thought it was going to rain the rest of the day. I saw rain in the forecast afternoon, Mm -hmm. so I got up and out and took a walk, and it was truly so nice, and I tried to see if my uh, a friend of mine who lives down the street was around, and he was, and we uh, took a very slow, deliberately spaced out uh, (laughs) amble around our apartment, you know, like, whatever, six six feet apart uh, is what you're supposed to do. At one point, like, a woman came to pass between us, and we we like went about as far away from each other and her as we could. And she like laughed in our faces, but I, but she gave us a big smile to sort of say like, you know, she knew what she basically understood what was up. It is strange. We're all just freaking out because there's just only, there's so many things that we're being encouraged to do. And it sort of changes from time to time. Don't gather with more than 50 people. Don't gather with more than 10 people. Don't have anyone at your house. Have people have someone at your house, but don't sit next to them. It's like all Mm -hmm. these, it's a lot of misinformation and mixed information. And it sort of feels like I don't know what's right. So I'm like, I'm playing it very safe. And I'm just like, yeah, I am. I'm just sort of like, I'm not seeing anyone. I don't have anyone in my house. I have literally Clorox wiped everything that has come into my contact. And it's just, it's weird, Dave. It's like, 
it's a weird experience. It's sort of like the new norm overnight became this hyper vigilant norm and it's not how I'm used to living. And, uh, it's strange and I can't really even imagine what the people in Italy and, you know, France feel like right now where they're totally locked down. Like, but I feel like we're locked down, even though we're not, we still get to go on walks, which is incredible. That's like the only thing that's keeping me sane. I have been walking every morning, like at least four miles so that when I get back to my home and I don't leave it, I don't feel like crazy. Yeah. You're basically doing it for yourself what you do for your dogs on the days that we record. <laughs> oh my gosh. That's exactly right. Yeah. I walk them so they're not loud later. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> oh my gosh. Um, uh, wow. I, Honestly, it's so interesting. I'm like, I would give anything to have it be back to normal. Just have you like sitting at my round table, you know? I know. I I, I would like to be there. And yet I totally understand. I think like, I think the people who are taking zero precaution or being very, I mean, thankfully it's died down a little bit because, uh, you know, the governor of New York and the governor of California, like everyone is urging people not to go out and actually closing bars. But before that happened... I was kind of shocked that like the, the thing I saw yesterday that unraveled me. And by the way, part of the anxiety is looking at Twitter and looking at the news for way too long. So the thing that got me yesterday was video from Clearwater, Florida. I don't know if you saw this. Mm-mm, I heard um, about it, but I didn't see it. People are on the beach, in the water, next to each other, swimming with each other. It is... As if nothing has happened. It I know. Is as if we are not on the verge of a global I know. Why pandemic. Is, I mean, it's happening. Why is Florida not respond? I mean, we know the answer to this, but like, why is Florida not acting like anything is happening? It's really crazy. Honestly, I have no idea. I mean, oh, I'm scared to f- see what happens in Florida. Like, I feel like in Los Angeles, there's it's such a dense population. I'm worried for you know, Angelinos and everything, but I feel like at least most of the people we know have taken really, um, you know, have been really safe. And for me, it's like my parents are the demographic that would get sick. You know, my parents are the demographic that wouldn't fare well. And I, I'm doing this for them. I'm doing this for anyone near me, my neighbors who are older, like, for me, I'm like, it's not worth risking someone's life, like, because I want to do the things I want to do, you know? Um, I mean, 100%. I think it's, uh, I don't think there's any weakness and kind of just taking one for the team because you're basically, you're doing it for everybody if you, if you choose to limit your interactions. I mean, some people don't have that luxury and so they have to work at hospitals or they have to care for people or they have to work around food and other people and then they can come home and i mean i'm i'm been like unraveling reading stories of like people who are working in icus and they come home to their spouse and their kids and they have to go live in their garage this is like (sighs) i mean you know the reason for this episode is not just to vent but no. it's to i mean I, what i'm understanding just from talking to everyone i mean even the people i know who are usually solid as a rock like everyone is is feeling the weirdness and i think that it, it whether or not it's going to make a specific person or everybody feel uh better to know that they're not alone in their in their uh murky weirdness because i mean at the very least i think like you can be 
upset or anxious or whatever, but at the very least, I think everyone has a base level these days of being just a little bit on edge. Yeah, I think you're right. And so th- we've got like just a couple of general ideas, no, no instructions. We're not like medical professionals. We're not going to spend this episode breaking down exactly what's happened to the strain of virus and how it's Mm-mm. mutating and what you can do because uh, we don't that know would be, that would be <laughs> spreading misinformation yeah. faster than the virus. Is yeah, but we can share with you a few things that have at least worked for us um, real in relationships and food during this sort of global pandemic. Um, yeah. Let's start with relationships. Uh, is there anything you've done that feels good? Is there anything you've done that um, is working for you right now, f- helping you feel connected? I mean, for my personal relationships, like my, um, with my friends, it's been, uh, I- I've never FaceTimed so much in my life. I, it's ex- uh, Do you find it exhausting? I'm finding it kind of exhausting. It's a little exhausting. <laughs> um, it's, it's mostly just the only people that ever want to FaceTime with me are my parents when they're with like when my brother and my aunt and my mom and my dad are together and I'm not there mm-hmm. on the East Coast, they'll want to FaceTime and, you know, I'll, I'll do it if I'm in with Wi-Fi and I just sort of have to be like, look, I'm in my bedroom. Here's my room. Yeah. And uh, and I, I've done that a few times in a few different apartments, but I've never like, I've never been in a relationship where someone wanted to FaceTime for no reason. Uh, I did have one friend who would do surprise facetimes like he would never text or call he would only facetime me and i thought it was so strange um yeah i call that an unsolicited facetime and i find it appalling now it's very now you just expect it right i'm just like anyone's facetiming me at this point well the big change now is that when you get a facetime request normally it feels like a mistake like oh do you hit the wrong button (laughs) yeah Yeah. now people are like no no no, i meant to no no no. i wanted to be in your home yeah i truly wanted to talk to you okay so you're uh, with my face yeah yeah i seriously wanted you i'm like i don't honestly want anyone to see me right now besides like (laughs) you're saying me for like feel like you're the first person to see me in like five days um was that the last time you saw it was that when you saw your mom yeah i saw my mom like four days ago and she brought me a tv and yeah she brought me a tv because i don't have one and so she brought me that's so nice this gigantic smart tv it's like a 40 inch smart tv it's beautiful and i have to say while during the day i don't watch tv man it makes for an incredible night (laughs) (laughs) i'm like for me like connection when it comes to relationships like I, you know, I'm taking all the phone calls. I feel like I yesterday I felt like I was on the phone all day long. Yeah. Um. Today I tried to limit my phone calls because I really did feel a little bit burnt burnt out from it, which is so interesting because normally I'm burnt out from social interactions and now I'm burnt out from phone calls and FaceTimes. Um, but sort of what I've been doing to stay connected, at least like to myself, is hikes and I hikes and walks, but I do stay away from people. So I will distance. If someone's walking on the same path, I'll like be six feet away. Um, and I've journaled a bit, which has helped to also stay connected. I'm It's not connecting to other people, but I do feel like for me, like when I journal, I'm connected to myself and therefore I have more capacity. I've meditated a bunch. I, I think everyone knows that I'm, I do transcendental meditation and I've meditated like 
more than you're supposed to even like huh? you're supposed to do two times a day for 20 minutes. I'm like, I'll just do all day. I don't care. Um, and then, uh, something else that's helped me a lot is I've created a little bit of a schedule for myself. So like when I wake up, I'm like, I wake up, I go for a hike or a walk, then I meditate like, and then I practice a little bit of yoga and then I paint like I've made a schedule even though I don't have work right now because my work is acting and photography so you can't do it you know your whole everything you do involves other people yeah it involves other people and it involves um being close to other people so I'm like face-to-face -face contact yep. with yeah. other people um so I've been doing and we've talked a little bit about this me and you I've been doing I've been hosting on my Instagram which is at I am Stevie Nelson um, a social distancing art party. This is extremely great. And people have really responded to it. And I think it's an important thing to talk about because I think it could really help a lot of people. It's already helping a lot of people. Yeah, it's crazy, Dave, because like the idea came from. So I had originally had um, for tomorrow had a an art night scheduled for me and a bunch of girlfriends and Dave's girlfriend was coming and all my friends were coming and she's my friend. And, um, I had to cancel it because you're not supposed to have anyone in your home and who knows where anyone else has been and everyone's taking precautions. All my friends are really self-aware and they're all careful. So I had to cancel the, the art night. And I felt like so sad because I was really looking forward to it. It was the first time I've been hosting in a while. And I was like, well, maybe I can do it online. I bet people would like to do it to some degree just kind of like on a whim, I just like created it, said I'd post about it tomorrow. And like, I can't believe how many people are doing it. It's so incredible. And I get to see everyone's art and we're all like connecting via messages. And it's uh, like dozens and dozens and dozens of people, right? I mean, every day it's like a hundred people are participating mm -hmm. at least and um, sharing about it. And what's so cool about it is it's like, quite literally it's um based on creativity nothing else it's just like be creative have fun you can't do it wrong um and every day i get to come up with like a new prompt and that's really fun too to kind of figure out what for today we want to post but man it's made me feel very connected and in the way that i like feeling connected which is like i love feeling connected to a creative circle of people rather than it being around politics or even it takes our mind for like at least like the morning it takes your mind off of what is happening yeah and anyone can do this right yeah anyone can do it you cannot do it wrong like i have a oh my gosh dave i have so many kids doing it one of oh great i know it's so sweet one of um my friends from high school, like one of my favorite friends, um, her daughter has been doing it. And I've ba basically been every morning I send my friend the prompt and her, it's been her daily art lesson for school, for like homeschool. And I'm like, oh, mm -hmm. man, this is a dream come true. <laughs> that's wonderful. It's really nice. But it, that's helped me feel very connected. And yeah. And I bet a lot of people, not just people who listen to the show, but people who like we know and interact with online who have young kids and are maybe being te tested as parents for the first time with oh my something gosh. like this are, are loving having a prompt for their kids to be like, Hey, sit down and do this. Yeah. I think it's cool. I, you know, for me, as like as a person who makes a living doing things that are so childish, like I basically just draw things and paint things and then act. And like all of that is very like kind of young and, you know, playful for me. It's like the kids like it. 
the adults like it. It's just like anyone who's willing to kind of tap into that sort of like play and I don't know. And some people have been very creative and it's been really cool. My brother's been doing it, which has been cool. And oh, cool. he's also like kind of an incredible artist. So every time he posts, I'm like, whoa, what is happening? He is. He's a visual artist too. Dave, he's the best artist I know. Oh, I can't deal with He's that. musically uh, a genius. Listeners, uh, Stevie's brother is the composer of our theme song as yeah. well as a lot of other great music he did this little piece of incidental music for our uh, movie uh romantic movie episode and yeah. so i just i mean you can't see it but i i just made quite a face i i get really um uh i don't know it really hits me when i find out that people are good at more than one thing and yeah. it's really um it's not uh you know it's not fair to be like oh, i'm not good at anything i'm not good at one thing it's whatever i'm not going to denigrate myself but you know what i mean like yeah. it would be you know, we uh, past guest uh, Liz Alvarenly, a big, big, uh, you know, big fan of her writing. She's yeah. a fantastic writer, and, uh, successful, and uh, she is also an unbelievable visual artist. Just out of nowhere, she is great at photography, and she draws and paints, and she will be just doodling on a napkin. And I will go, "How do you? How are you?" We, she, there was like a a split second where she wasn't like regularly working as a writer. And I was like, you could paint, you could sell portraits of people. Wow. You could. could, Yeah. Isn't that weird? It is weird when you, when someone is so good at many types of art, but I, Mm -hmm. I like for me, I'm like, I believe that creativity is kind of like a faucet is either on or it's off. And Mm -hmm. if it's on, you can probably channel it in all sorts of ways. Um, I mean, I have a friend who's an amazing visual artist and I'm always in awe of what he does. And he, he says every time he goes, I could teach you how to do that. I'm like, I don't know about that. He's like, easily, man. <laughs> I'm like, okay. Yeah. Uh, maybe, maybe this, maybe we could do some virtual uh, classes while we're all quarantined. Yeah, I know. I know. Have you thought about taking up any new hobbies or anything? <laughs> um, well, I... I had to, I suspended my gym membership and mm-hmm. I, uh, canceled my one-on-one appointments with my trainer. Yeah. Um, but I did by, it's very, it was very funny. I, I got, um, uh, two, two examples of, of other people doing this, but I, I, I know from a friend of mine that you can get these, um, dumbbells, these hand weights that you can adjust to have different weight. So if you go from like, I guess anywhere from five pounds to about 60 pounds. Oh, wow. And so it's good for like limited amounts of space okay um but it really strikes me as the kind of thing where like i i did it i i tweeted like i, I tried to cancel my gym membership and the, and the guy asked me why he asked for the reason hmm. why i was freezing my account and i was well... like um, have you have you opened hmm. your phone um <laughs> honestly and, and i'm just not pleased with the facility <laughs> it's not clean enough um but but then uh then i I ordered these dumbbells and I tweeted like, don't worry guys. I ordered the, these dumbbells that you can adjust anywhere from five pounds to collecting dust in your closet. And someone I know that's so funny replied to it and said, you got me, man. And it was a picture of his closet and <gasps> in the back of the closet were these dumbbells. Oh, wow. It's like so um, specific and so true. Um, but I, I got like, you know, there's the $350 pair, but I got like, you know, I paid 80 bucks. We'll see. I just was like on a really good, I think the biggest hobby I'm going to try to pick up is just trying to honestly try to like move my body in ways that 
I wouldn't normally like I'm used to going to the gym and going on an elliptical and lifting weights like on a on like a mat that is owned and or leased by this gym and just thinking about how not clean all of that is yeah I'm like I should be able to do it at home but I also want to try to write more for me like as far as whether it means journaling and just keeping like a really concise this is what happened today day whatever of like being kind of cooped up or um I, I i don't know maybe just I, I basically years ago i used to write short stories and i would write like little sketches for no reason and then i got yes. older and would write for the stage and write for tv and write to be considered as like a writing sample to get hired and i just think um a lot of what's going on now is reminding me that like things are <laughs> things could just go away i know it i is... mean i'm lucky enough to have my job and work at home for this like next little while but what I is know, that i'm glad mean? when it's done are we going to be is there still going to be television <laughs> i don't know i don't know i hope so i think it's just also unknown that it's hard to even go forward like do you know what i mean it's like for me i'm just like okay every day is really different so all it can be is one day at a time because every day is different. Right. Yeah. Like that's all it can be. And, um, I did actually look up, uh, like in alignment with your workouts, I did look up some free workouts that people can do online. Like, Oh yes, please. Um, pop sugar has some, uh, this is from pop sugar. And I know that they have an app where you can work out. Um, planet fitness is offering like, free workouts, uh, online workouts, Barry's bootcamp also. And core power yoga is also offering that in a lot of yoga studios like moto yoga, um, online stuff. And, um, my friend who's in Paris and who's in lockdown, Sasha Nelson, um, yoga is also offering uh, free yoga classes. So many people on Instagram are too. Um, yeah, I would love to, send a little plug by way of my friend yeah. uh katie uh-huh. i have uh i have talked about her without naming her multiple times this is the pilates instructor who saved my life yeah you helped your back been, if you if everyone if people have been listening since 2015 i had a very very uh serious substantial back injury the uh the choices were have super invasive surgery or start doing pilates and i started doing sessions with Katie and she is uh, fantastic and you can uh, check her out. She is, um, I think, well for today, which is obviously a wash. She was, she did a class at one and 4 PM, but she has a Twitch stream. Go to twitch.tv slash copper toned cat. That's C O P P E R T O N E D K A T. And um, if you, if you're down with Twitch, just follow her there and, uh, she's also on Twitter at that handle, so you can check her out. Um, I, I think she's going to be doing regular classes, yeah. but she's uh, she's she's really great. That's awesome. I love that. Um, a few other resources. Uh, I know that most twelve step programs are doing um, Zoom meetings, and they're a wonderful resource for all types of twelve step programs. I've done a few of the Zoom meetings, and they're great. And um, if you're looking for apps for meditation. I really love Insight Timer. Uh, That's my favorite app. And um, there are other apps for meditation. But for me, that one has always uh, spoken to me the most. Great. That's Um, that's great. Yeah. Um, uh, As far as like, 
sanity helpers or maintainers, I want to send a shout out to the two person board game Lost Cities. If you are um, amazing, if you are uh, cooped up with someone, whether it be a roommate or a uh, a loved one, uh, check out Lost Cities. It's only for two people, but it's it's extremely uh, extremely fun. I can't say enough about Scrabble. I know yes. it's I know it's the oldest game in the world, but yep. It's it's classic it's stuck around for a reason. But wait, are you playing? How do you play it without I'm alone? How do you play it? Words with friends. OK, OK. So I do the online version. Yeah. OK. And also puzzles are having a huge <gasps> moment right now. Dave, you won't believe how many unwrapped puzzles I have from Christmas after Christmas where my mom buys them for us to all do. But we always forget and we don't do them. So I have all <laughs> these puzzles that I can do now, which is incredible. Um, (laughs) it's so good. Any other suggestions you have before we turn to food? Yes. Um, I have three streaming recommendations. Yes. Um, I, I, they, they don't really, uh, they don't really have a theme. The only theme I could think of was like, um, well, two of them are just plain nice. Mm -hmm. And I think all of them, uh, in total are just kind of, because a lot of people are, I mean, the movie Contagion, which is Steven Soderbergh's movie about like a pandemic. So many is, people have been watching that. It's like so high up in the iTunes charts. It wasn't a huge hit when it came out eight years ago. Yeah. Uh, but it's it's I haven't seen it yet, but I don't want to watch it right now. No, I can't believe how many people are willing to. People are like, I'm going to watch Contagion. And I was like, uh, me never. Yes. OK, so I have three picks uh, that are about literally anything but uh, a pandemic. Great. OK, tell us what they are. <laughs> OK. So uh, it got a lot of, I, I think it, like just the nature of streaming things come and go and, you know, you don't really hear about them unless they make a gigantic splash, but it had its moment like a month or so ago, but ev- all the episodes of Hulu's uh, High Fidelity remake are streaming. Oh. And that is uh, Zoe Kravitz is in the John Cusack role yes. this time. And um, it is, it goes, I think, beyond pleasant. It's just like, it is it washes over you the music's great she is like you know it's the character talks to the camera so it's a little it's a little flea baggy but it's mostly like what if zoe kravitz was john cusack and i love that it is extremely fun to watch okay. uh, that show probably doesn't need much of a boost from me but it's great um so one that i feel like people watch or i hear about a little less is uh high maintenance on hbo so it's there's uh, they're in their fourth season on HBO Go now. Yeah. Um, it's absolutely, uh, it's just thoughtful, weird, small stories. It's an anthology. Um, it's sort of about weed, but not really. Yeah. Um, it's just, it's basically just like a bunch of little short films. And on that tip, uh, FX is Better Things is also kind of vignette and it's about uh, a woman and her three daughters, and she's raising them by herself. And it's Pamela Adlon, who's like the voice of Bobby Hill in King of the Hill. It is, um, it's just absorbs you. It's like, it's emotional in these weird ways. Like, you won't understand why it got you, because it's not hitting you over the head with emotion. But yeah. it'll just grip you in these ways that are really surprising. And then a special, uh, a really special, <laughs> <laughs> special honorable mention, uh, Jackass 3D is on Netflix. Oh my god. And I know you could laugh or you could be shocked, but it really truly is one of the best movies of 
the last 10 years. That makes me laugh so hard. That's so funny. I don't, I don't know if I laugh harder at anything besides this. Oh it's my gosh, like, that's so funny. Yeah. So I love it. Check those out. I only have two things you can watch on Netflix and both are old, but they're coming. Yes. They came out in March 2020 um, on Netflix. You know how they release, you know how they're releasing things all the time. <laughs> um, I want to suggest Space Jam 1996. <laughs> Dave, can you imagine what that movie would be like today? Like I haven't seen it recently but i will watch it tonight um and oh, wait when was the last time you watched it i don't know 1997 <laughs> I, I want a full report after you watch it again. okay i'll watch it tonight and i'll let you know and then um shawshank redemption in is on netflix now and that hasn't been on netflix and that's such a beautiful movie always oh rated God. always rated high on imdb I think it's the number one movie on IMDb. It always is. And it's always on like the list of 100 AFI's 100 most important movies and incredible movie. But if you haven't seen those two, A, where have you been? And B, see them right now. You have time, you know? Shawshank is a very wonderful film. It's, uh, I, I loved it, it. It earns the hype. I know. It really does. I remember my boyfriend in high school who like, you know, was also my boyfriend in college um, loved that movie so much and I never really understood it and I was like wait after like we broke up and I've dated other people I was like wait did he have great taste in movies that's so confusing (laughs) (laughs) and so weird um also just on the line of relationships just want to say this like I can't believe how many men have reached out to me like it seems like a really horrific time to start dating someone like I'm single I'm not dating anyone but it's such a weird idea this idea of being like hey girl should we start dating now that we can't see each other I was like this like all the emotionally unavailable um men are just you know having a field day um I need to uh first of all I can't imagine what it must be like out there I'm so Sorry, (laughs) amused slash confused for you. Um, You just made me think I want to send, I want to read a couple of uh, very relevant tweets from uh, past guest Amy Silverberg. I knew you were going to say that. I was like, oh, her tweets. When I read them, I started laughing so hard because I was like, wow, this is my exact experience. I have had more men ask me to FaceTime in the past four days (laughs) than ever. I have dated men for five years and no one has ever asked me to FaceTime. And all these strangers are asking. I think I think this might be a universal experience because this is uh, two tweets that were connected to each other. She said, I cannot stress enough that I do not want men to take their shot during quarantine. Let women rest. We are not washing our hair. And then she replied to that and said, I repeat, do not FaceTime a woman to tell her that you have always had feelings for her. We are probably not drinking enough water and might accidentally agree to something. Five exclamation points. Oh, my gosh. It's so accurate. It's um. It's so accurate. And that's so funny. I actually hadn't even washed my hair in like five days. And I finally did today. I do have to say, it does feel a little bit better to have washed my hair. Like I was like, that was getting kind of dark. You know how you, when, you, when you don't like how you feel, you it's hard to like, you know. I'm making sure I shower regularly. I would, I, I mean, you know, we're not like, it's not a natural disaster. So I don't anticipate losing hot water, but. You know, I'm, I'm, I'm enjoying it while I have it. And if it goes away, it's going to be rough up in yeah. here, but we'll see. Um, let's talk about food, right? Like, let's talk about what what food looks like in the time of not going to the grocery stores. 
Um, it looks like oatmeal and almonds. Is that and... what you've been eating? Um, I I stocked up early on oatmeal and granola and uh, you know, an oat milk. Okay. Um, but thankfully, uh, and I and I encourage people to do this. I know it's actually really weird. It feels like such a strange um thing from a bygone era but like you know i live with two people they Mm -hmm. are friends of mine but we're not um best friends and we're not like communally living and we all have our own space but this has kind of opened up a whole uh weird door for me where i'm we're all sort of all of our food has become communal food and we're cooking meals oh uh that's yeah, nice um, and that's yes. not, not normal for you guys no uh all of our groceries have become communal groceries for the first time and we're uh we are we are wiping down our groceries and we got mm-hmm. a food delivery the other day that we you know the delivery driver left it outside and drove away I and mean, it's all very surreal but yeah i would i would um i can't speak enough about the weird uh strange unexpected happiness i i have gotten from uh just kind of making our home feel like an actual home even though we're just three dudes you know what i love about this is your food has now become a relationship it, yeah it's like <laughs> your roommates you and your roommates have become like a little family like you've developed this little relationship that sounds so nice yeah i am not having that same experience <laughs> what are you doing what are you doing about um about uh, food? food um i have plenty i i kind of like i don't know why but i kind of saw this coming like 3 weeks ago and so i had gone to costco and got the things i needed and I didn't buy too much in bulk. I just bought what I would need for maybe about a month of food. So my food has actually stayed relatively the same, but I am finding myself craving um, comfort foods a lot more. So I have made on multiple nights um, gluten-free mac and cheese with tiny little hot dogs in it. <laughs> I I cannot What is happening? <laughs> I, I just, I mean, I think most of our listeners have been around for more than a couple episodes, but I cannot believe the journey that you have been on from staunch vegan to hot dog addict. I know. I know. But here's the truth is I've always loved hot dogs. That is all that has always been a food I've loved. And, um, and now you're back. I'm really back. I used to make my mom take me to Costco so I could get a hot dog as a kid. Cause I love them. <laughs> Most kids are like, let me get that ice cream. I'm like, let me get the hot dog. Um, well, always yeah. a savory kid. Uh-huh. That's true. Um, my 23 and me actually says I prefer savory to sweet. Interesting. Your genes don't lie. No, they do not lie. Um, so yeah, um, it's looking like a lot of comfort food. So I'm just sort of like, but I'm also making a point to drink and eat things that are really good for the immune system, like ginger shots, green juices, green smoothies when I can. Um, hot teas since viruses don't like warmth like Mm -hmm. things like that I've been very conscious to um, incorporate a lot of healthy things while at the same time eating things that are like kind of uh, you know make me feel safe and at home oh yeah I mean I want to send a shout out to non-listener of the show my mom who was telling me that she uh, dipped into like a popcorn 
trio, you know, those like tins yes. of popcorn. Um, but she felt bad because the caramel corn was a couple of extra Weight Watchers points. And I was like, Mom, I gotta, I gotta put my foot down here. It's a global <laughs> pandemic. I think you can afford the points. Yeah. I think so I really too. Do. I also think it's really important. I think you hit on hit at like a really great thing of like your eating might look different right now. Like it might look really different and that's okay. You know, like yeah. that's fine and there's nothing to fix right now. It's just like your eating might look way different. Yeah, I mean, I think um you know, as we're as we're coming to what feels like a logical and to this emergency app, I, 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 I look, I'm thinking like, oh, did we, did we solve everyone's problems? No. And uh, I don't <laughs> think we have. However, um, I do kind of think that like, even though it's an extremely strange time, I don't think the message is that different than it usually is on this show, where I just think that you, you, the royal you, everyone needs to be a little bit nicer to themselves yeah and 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 you could i could unravel talking about oh some people don't have the luxury of like being easy on themselves because they're like relief workers or they sure they they, they are they are without uh, you know a a home right now and it's it's there you know the issues are not to be taken lightly and they are not um we're not making uh, light of anything or trying not to be glib but it's like this is we're not blanketly saying like self-care baby eat carbs no. and sleep in it's not that it's that no it, i think i don't know how helpful it is to say but i definitely feel it everyone is feeling this yeah everyone is you're not alone in feeling this the, the the strain of not knowing the, the 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 pang of uncertainty and i I personally don't think I'm going to like, I, I won't get through this if I, if I'm constantly just, you know, w- seeing a bunch of writers on Twitter or people talking to writers being like, how's your, you got to finish your script. Like how's the script you're working on now that you got all the time in the world. It's like, if you want to take three weeks and just like hide under your bed. Great. If that, if, if that feels a little bit better than staring at your computer while like updating Twitter to see what the most recent thing we can't do is. Like do whatever, do whatever it takes. Yeah. You know what I've been saying to myself every day, uh, besides a lot of really weird things, (laughs) pretty much the past, like, I don't know, six or seven days been saying, uh, take care and take it easy. Like, so it's like, be healthy, take care of yourself, but also like relax and rest and do what feels good for you. Um, we definitely did not aim to fix this problem. I don't think. This is this is definitely out of our control, but um, I hope that at least this episode made you feel a little less alone and a little um, maybe even just distracted. And if you want a further distraction, go follow me on Instagram for the social distancing art party. Um, but before we go, I have one I have one last question for Dave. Okay, Dave, this is not on our five questions, but it is oh. now it's now number six. Okay. Mm-hmm. What is your favorite global pandemic snack? (laughs) (laughs) Oh my God. What is. We're like, what are you even eating for snack? What is like your number one snack right now? Because it has changed. It's changing daily, you know? Um, I mean, a. 
you know, a, a, a fistful of, um, of, of pecan based granola over the sink while I contemplate uh, my <laughs> own existence is big. Um, I mean, things are, you know what? I mean, if you're going to make me, I'll, I'll open up about this. Yeah. We're pretty well stocked over at my house. However, I found myself snacking a little bit less and um, I don't know why. I'm certainly, it's not certainly not that I'm not hungry. I'm ravenously hungry. I think I just want to be like as decisive with things because I can't like, I can't help this rogue handful of peanuts for no reason. But um, I will tell you, we're out of greens in my house, but we've got some communal groceries. You want my decisive snack? I'll tell you what I had for lunch, and then maybe you can you can see that uh, I, I'm I'm off the rails here. Okay. Uh, had a turkey sandwich on wheat. Someone had ordered some hot chicken the other day, and the sauce that comes with it, I put on the bread. Put a little cheddar cheese, some pickles, and then we didn't have any spinach, so I just chopped up a big old stock of celery and just laid it flat. <laughs> In the middle of the sandwich after okay. I toasted the bread. Okay, so, yeah. I see what you're working with. And and that's not even, you know, you can get spinach. Yeah. You could go get spinach for sure. I'm a little scared. Yeah, me too. I'm like, I'm not going to the grocery store. Wow. So maybe I need a little bit of grounding from you. Do you have a global pandemic snack that's been keeping you company? I do. I uh, I've noticed that every day of this pandemic, I have cut up an apple and eaten it with peanut butter. Dave, <gasps> I'm not kidding. My food has gone back to exactly how I ate as a child. I mean, I got to say, that is a very... Uh, an apple and peanut butter is... I think that's a lifelong one. Me too. I eat, I, I used to... I had an yeah. office job yeah. for three years. Mm-hmm. And... That was from 2015 to 2018, so that was recent. I'm an adult. I ate an apple and peanut butter free in a big open air, open concept office, which is, by the way, closed for business. Everybody's working from home. <laughs> that, wow, wow, you wow. better believe it that that place isn't open. Yeah. But that is one of the most comforting things you can eat. It really is. Um, it really is. Uh, Dave, it has been really nice connecting with you, in, though in a very strange and distant way. I'm really glad it's, we have this podcast still. <laughs> it's been very nice. I mean, the fact that this worked, I feel like, I mean, we're FaceTiming right now. We could have a FaceTime call with one other person who could be our guest. I mean, I'd like to do that. Yeah. Why? I guess we're going to do that. We have we have a, a regular, quote unquote, episode um, that you can look for next week. But in the coming weeks, uh, look for more of these weird. <laughs> yeah. Look for these weird FaceTime episodes. Look for, look for these pandemic episodes. Um, <laughs> if you're panicked and need to leave a message for us, we have a hotline 213-458-5236. And if you'd like to leave us an email, as always, it's iburneverythingpod at gmail.com. And yet again, for the third time, <laughs> the social distancing art party is over on my Instagram at I am Stevie Nelson. Dave promised me he'd start doing it today. So we'll see what happens. Oh, that didn't happen. But nope. we'll see. What I, we'll see. <laughs> um, and, uh, you know, we'll, 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 we'll be we'll be back, guys. You know, yeah. also, um, we know that we're usually asking you for any kind of random uh, message or anything. Uh, let's do this. If you're feeling cooped up. If you're going a little bit stir crazy, if you're talking to yourself, call this call our hotline 213-458-5236 and um 
tell us how you're tell us how you're dealing with it tell us yeah. how you're, you're dealing with being being how you uh, coping stuck in your apartment with relationships if, if food yeah yeah tell us what you're tell us what you're eating tell us what you're watching um tell us if you've hallucinated a new friend sitting across <laughs> from you and tell us what their name is um until then guys uh thank you so much for listening and uh stay safe stay safe stay clean and wash your hands yeah wash those hands goodbye bye Have you ever encountered an unexplained hairy bipedal hominid in the woods? Have you received telepathic messages from an unidentified aerial phenomenon? If so, then you need to listen to Bigfoot Collectors Club. I'm Michael McMillan. And I'm Bryce Johnson. And together with super producer... Riley Bray. We make up the Bigfoot Collectors Club. That's right. Every week we talk to actors, comedians, writers, and paranormal experts about their personal paranormal histories and share stories of high strangeness. Like the time when we talked to Craig Ferguson about the Loch Ness Monster and when a sea witch told him he had raven magic. Or the time I asked Pitch Perfect's Anna Camp her opinion on cattle mutilations. Past guests have included Rachel Bloom, Jen Kirkman, Paul F. Tompkins, Bobcat Goldthwait, and more. So if you've ever been abducted alongside five reindeer by an alien with grills for hands, or witnessed Bigfoot crawl out of an interdimensional portal, don't laugh, happens all the time, then check out Bigfoot Collectors Club on Campfire Media or wherever you get your podcasts. Bigfoot Bigfoot Collectors Club, you're You're here to believe believe us. Wait, is that how it goes? Campfire.